Okay, let's pray. Uh, Father, we give you all the glory. Thank you, Lord. Father, we give you first place, second place, third place. I give you fourth place and fifth place today. We give you all the places, Father, on today, God. Allow your word to flow in the house. We believe that your word has to accomplish what it's sent to do. Can't come back void. It has to accomplish what it's sent to do. And we thank you, Father, that your word, Father, will flow and it will bring healing and bring deliverance, Lord God. And Father, we are just um, want to recognize the awesome ministry of your Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, move. Holy Spirit, be the teacher. Holy Spirit, man- manifest the best gifts uh, this morning. And we thank you for your angels that are on standby that will hearken unto your word to bring it to pass in our lives. And so, Father, we stand in agreement with every believer today, one by one, name by name, situation by situation, Father. And we believe that they will get answers to their prayers on this morning. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, I decrease that you may increase. Allow the greater one to rise up in me that I may be able to speak your word with clear articulation to future people with knowledge and understanding that their lives may be enhanced and made better out the, the word of faith has been brought. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, so good to be here. Um, I want to tell you a little, a little bit about myself. Um, if you haven't noticed, I'm, I'm a black guy. Okay, well, what does that matter in the church, huh? Right? You know, um, if it does, then God still has to do some work on you, doesn't he? Because uh, if that's a problem in the church, then... <laughs> That's a major problem with God. You know, um, I'm so thankful that I'm saved. You know, what, one thing happened uh, when I got saved, um, and I'm, this is not what I'm going to talk about, but I guess I'm just talking about it right now, and that's what the Holy, the Holy Spirit is saying. We'll talk about it for a little bit, but that's not why I'm here. Um, but, um, you know, when I, when I got saved, when I really got saved for real, I became colorblind. You know, the only color that, you know, I see now is red. And that's the blood of Jesus, all of that same blood that covers us all, has been shed for us all. And so enough of that. All right, amen. Okay, so J- Jared, I want to thank uh, God for, for, for Jared uh, uh, extending the invitation and Brian uh, for, uh, for inviting me to come and to speak and I understand that you've been in this series, uh, Count of Kingdom, talking about the Beatitudes. And, and so I'm here on assignment uh, on this morning, um, and I'm dealing with this whole aspect of peacemakers, of peacemakers. So what we want to do is we want to minister uh, for maybe about 30 minutes or so, see what the Holy Spirit would do with us to help us uh, get a little better understanding of this whole idea of peacemakers. And so um, when we talk about a counter kingdom and talk about that from the perspective of peacemakers, hopefully we will be able to uh, get some type of understanding, come to a level of some type of comprehension where we can see ourselves as offsetting opposition, offsetting opposition by synchronizing with our father. And that's what the, the counter kingdom is all about. And if we don't need, if there's not a need today to offset some of the things, the opposition that is taking place uh, 
in, in our country, in our city, in our communities, then I don't know if there's ever, will ever be a greater need. But there has to be an offsetting of the opposition that we're being presented with in our community, in our city, in our country. There has to be an offsetting. And this is what this counter kingdom is all about. And this is our time. This is the time for the believers to offset what the enemy is trying to do, to try to bring division and destruction. We have to offset that. And so when Jesus understood that this would be, there would be times like this here, this is why he had this, uh, this uh, hallmark uh, sermon on the mount where he began to talk with the disciples and those that follow him to get them in a, in a position, in a place where they would be able to offset opposition when it came their way because uh, he already knew that there were going to be adversities, you know, and so it's very simple, it's very clear that we have an adversary. And so when the adversary, when he approaches, when he stick his head up as believers, we have to be strong enough, we have to be developed, we have to be built up enough where we can offset what he's trying to do. And so uh, we want to be able to offset any type of opposition through this uh, teaching that we've been engaged in over these weeks by synchronizing with our Father, by synchronizing with our Father. And that's where the peacemaking come in. Because when we talk about synchronizing, we're talking about uh, peacemakers. We're talking about standing in agreement with the word of, of the Lord. Talk, that's what we're talking about, standing in agreement. That's peacemaking, when you can stand in agreement. And we're talking about walking in harmony with our Father, synchronizing with God so that we can be the peacemakers. And so when we begin to, I want to look at a scripture here of over, over in Romans, uh, Romans the 14th chapter, the 17th verse. Uh, it says, the kingdom of God is not meat and drink. That's pretty interesting, right? Because it tells us what it's not. But righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. And joy in the Holy Ghost. And so uh, we get a good understanding, a snapshot of what this counter kingdom is that we're supposed to be presenting to the world. Uh, the kingdom of God, the kingdom. It is of righteousness. It's righteousness in the Holy Ghost, right? Uh, that's what the kingdom of God is. Righteousness in the Holy Ghost, peace in the Holy Ghost, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's what it is. And so for this morning, we want to kind of like focus on this whole aspect of uh, that peace in the Holy Ghost that will allow us to be able to be the peacemakers that God is calling us to be. And so when we think about this whole idea of peacemakers, it's a position that we have to take. It's a position that we have to take as believers. And so, um, uh, well, let's look at this, uh, I guess, this foundation scripture, Matthew 5. I guess we would expect that we would quote this here. Matthew 5, uh, this ninth verse, it says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. For they should be called the children of God. Now, that is amazing right there because now what God, what Jesus does, he connects peacemaking to being associated with him or to being saved. Blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called the children of God. One, one translation goes on to say not just peacemakers but peace maintainers. And so that means that 
God wants us not only to be peacemakers, but we have to maintain our peace when opposition comes. When things don't go our way, we've got to choose to be able to allow the Holy Ghost, the peace of the Holy Ghost, to rise up in us so that we can maintain our peace so that we're able to be peacemakers, so that we can operate in this counter kingdom to offset the opposition of the enemy when he's trying to deal with us regarding COVID, regarding uh, financial issues, uh, regarding uh, racial tension, regarding family issues, regarding whatever may be going on, you know, regarding uh, anxiety about uh, schools opening up, whatever it is, we need to, we need to, uh, the counter kingdom, we need to offset the opposition so that we can experience the peace of God. I thought I would get an amen there, but that's okay. Um, and so what literally what this is saying is, uh, well, from, from, from my perspective, it's this, is, um, we're associate directors of peace. Okay. And so about five and a half years ago, the Lord told me to walk away from a job by vocation. Um, I was in education, uh, so, <laughs> you know, right before I was teaching, but then I had the opportunity to, I guess mentor <laughs> Whitey over there. Well, don't. <laughs> I was a school-based uh, administrator, and then I got over, and uh, and um, the Lord, and, you know, the Lord put me in all these different positions. So, he, if He put me there, if He tell me to walk away from it, then you know that's where I have to be God, right? And so, but anyway, I, you know, I moved over to the University of North Florida, and. I was uh, had a position as an associate director in a particular department there, and that and that and that position, I guess it carried a lot of weight and power, because I was talking to one of the assistants and she was talking about a, we were talking about a certain si- situation. He was like, "You're associate director. You can do that. You can do that." I said, "I don't care about no position." I said, "Just let's do what's right." But in this case. Our position does matter because we hold the position as associate directors of peace in the kingdom of God. And so what God has done here, he's put us in this position so that we can be able to have the influence that is required to be able to offset the opposition that's going on in our in our lives. All right. Okay, and so let's look at this here scripture here, because that's all I'm going to do. I'm going to give you some scripture. It ain't really got nothing to uh, do with what I got to say. It's got everything to do with what he has to say, right? Okay, and so here in John, John the, um, John the first uh, chapter, John the first chapter, uh, this 12th verse, it says, But as many as receive him, to them gave he power to become sons of God, even to them that believed on his name, all right? And so now if we receive him, then he gives us this position power to become sons and daughters of God or children of God or to live the blessed life as as peacemakers so that when people see us, they identify us as children of God. And he's given us that power. And so what he's allowed us as believers to operate in or to stand in a place of position power, and we cannot let this position go. 
We cannot move away from this position of power that God has given us so that we can be the peacemakers that this world is screaming for right now. I say this world is screaming for peacemakers. And so this world, they need you. This world, they, they, they need me. They, they need us. They need the believers to be the peacemakers. They need the believers to be the peace maintainers. They need to see somebody that will stand in agreement. They need to see some folks that will walk in harmony. They need to see people that will choose to synchronize with the Father so that there can be a manifestation of the peace of God that surpasses everybody understanding. Okay, okay, we're going to keep on working. We're going to keep on working here a little bit. Okay, let's look at Romans, Romans the 8th chapter. Romans the 8th chapter. Romans the 8th chapter, the 6th verse. It says, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Life and peace. So what we're talking about, this is not a natural thing that we're talking about. This is a spiritual mindset that we have to take. To be spiritual minded is life and peace. And so we have to operate in the spiritual realm. There has to be an operation of the, the peace of the Holy Ghost to rise up in us so that we operate spiritually. And when we do that, when we have this spiritual mindset regarding being peacemakers, then it produces life and peace. Then the peace can flow in our life. Then the Holy Ghost can move. Then the Spirit of God can have his way and be free to break yokes and to remove burdens and set people free and set people at liberty. Then we can see anxiety being wiped out, stress being (laughs) broken. We can see all these things manifest because we allow ourselves to walk, to have a spiritual mindset regarding what God want to do in this season. You know, and so I know they're shutting down a whole lot of stuff, but God never shut down, did he? You know, a whole lot of people shutting down, but God has not shut down. God is still working, right? God is still moving, isn't he? God is still getting things done. You know, I would like to say, and so, and so we have this whole idea. We are, we are associates of peace or associate directors of peace. God has, uh, has put us in this position power, in this place of power to be able to demonstrate his peace. Amen. Okay. And so now, and so we, if we're, we're the associate directors of peace, now we have to understand who the author of peace is. Now we know who that is, don't we? And so simple scripture here tells us over in 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 14, chapter 33rd, verse 4. God is not the author of confusion. You know that, right? But he is the author of peace, right? God is not the author of confusion, but he's the author of peace as in all churches of the saints. That means that he's the author of peace in River City. That means that he's the author of peace Right here, that that he's already uh, authored this story about how we're supposed to function, operate, how we're supposed to move, how we're supposed to talk, how we're supposed to uh, be seen by this world as children of God, as sons of God, as joint heirs with Christ Jesus. And so he's already authored this for, uh, for our life. He's already written this story for us. It's no confusion about it, right? 
I said there's no confusion about it. That's simple enough, right? God is not the author of confusion. Do you agree? But he is the author of peace. Would you agree on that? He is the author of peace. And so we have to allow him to work this peace in us. Hallelujah. I said we've got to allow him to work this peace in us. We can't have any apprehension about this here peace that he wants to work in us. He wants to work this peace in us, you know, for us as individually, because there may be some things that you've got anxiety about. But a lot of times you think about peacemakers, you think about trying to calm somebody else down and keeping things. No, this thing works both ways. We need it for ourselves and we need it for others. We need it for ourselves and we need it for others. And so we're the associate directors of peace. He's the author of peace. And so when we begin to look at this, it because this is a counter kingdom and this is how we offset the opposition that comes our way. When we begin to look at this here, we have to look at the administrations of peace and how peace operates and how it flows and, and, what, is, and, what, it per, and what its purpose is for our life. We have to consider that. And so let's look at Philippians, very uh, familiar text of scripture over in Philippians. Philippians, the fourth chapter. Philippians, the fourth chapter, six verse. It says, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplications with thanksgiving, let your requests be known unto God. Don't be anxious. Don't be worried about anything. And the peace of God. And the peace of God. The peace, the administration of peace, the peace of God, what it's going to do, how the peace of God is going to be administered in our life. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. The administration of peace, the peace of God will be released in our life to keep our hearts and to keep our minds, right? To, to keep up the administration of peace. Its purpose is, is to be administered to our hearts and administered to our minds so that we don't go cuckoo, so that we don't lose our mind, so that we're able to stay cool, calm, and collect under all situations, not some situations. Amen? Just because a storm comes up, don't, you know, we don't get frantic about that. We're able to stay cool, calm, and collect when storms come up in our life. Amen? Because there's this administration of peace that is released in our lives that allows our hearts to be kept and our minds to be kept. So there's another scripture over here in uh, Colossians, the third chapter. Colossians, the third chapter, this 15th verse. It says, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts. Let the peace of God, that's the administration of peace. And so we've got to let that peace of God, let God administer his peace to our heart. Let that rule in our hearts. Allow that peace to flow in our hearts, in our minds. We've got to do that. We, that's, that's for us to do, eh? Okay. He says, let the peace of God, let it rule. Let the peace of God rise up. Let the peace of the Holy Ghost rise up in you from the inside. Let the peace of God calm you down. Let the peace of God allow you to stay calm, cool, and collect. Allow, let the peace of God 
cause you not to break down and lose your mind. Allow the peace of God to cause you not to be anxious or worried about, you know, your situation. Allow the peace of God to rise up in you. Are you listening to me? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm getting kind of excited. <laughs> well, I told you, uh, yeah, that's just, a, hey, this is just what you get, right? This is it. Okay, let me give you another scripture here. Because like I said, it's the word of God that's going to make the difference. There's nothing I can say that can help you. But this word, these scripture, they can help you. They can get you through your situation. You know, the scripture has been written for our learning so that we can have hope and comfort through the scripture. You know, so there's nothing that I can say that can help you but what this word say. And when the Holy Spirit breathes on it and give you some revelation and allow some things to be, begin to click in your heart and click in your mind, you'll find out that you will experience that peace. And that thing that you were worried about, you'll find out that you don't have to worry about that thing. And you'll begin to cast that care, you know where, right? On the Lord, because last time I checked, I think he cares for you. He cares for me. He cares for you. He cares for all of us. And God never built us, never designed us to be anxious and worried and breaking down and crying and whining and being sad. We were never designed uh, to operate in any of those uh, uh, ways. Because when God made everything, last time I checked, he made everything good. Is that what your Bible tell you? On the first day, he made some stuff and he said it was good, didn't he? On the second day, he made some stuff. He said it was good, didn't he? And so on and so on. So everything that God did was good, wasn't it? And so all these other things, the, the opposition that comes, uh, those things that are opposing you, that's coming up again, that's not of God because God didn't make that. And so God wants to build you up, hallelujah, so you can offset that opposition, offset anything that's coming up against you that's trying to prevent you from being the men, the women, the boys and the girls, the children of God, the sons of God, the daughters of God. We got to offset anything that will hinder that and allow God to rule and to keep and to manifest his power and his authority through us, in us, and for us during this season. That's what time it is. Amen? There has to be a counter kingdom. Somebody has to counter all of this foolishness that's going on. Somebody has to stand up. Some, somebody got to line up. Somebody got to get... Somebody, I think it ought to be the church, right? Makes sense that it would be the believers that will rise up. Hallelujah. This scripture here in 2 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians, 3rd chapter, 16 verse. It says, now the Lord of peace himself give you peace. Always by all means. Amen. And so that's the expectation that we would leave here today, that we're expecting that the Lord of peace He's going to give us the peace that we need. Why? So that we can be the peacemakers. Why? So that when people see us, they'll know that we're the children of God, right? And so he has to do that. We can't do that on our own. Hallelujah. And so I'm reminded of how uh, peace was administered 
when Jesus was on the boat with the disciples. Do you recall that? You know how they were frantic and they were kind of worried and anxiety set in. And they began to, <laughs> to panic, right? So Jesus, he's having a peaceful sleep during a storm. And they go and, they, you know, master, carest thou? <laughs> he rises up and he administers peace to that situation, doesn't he? And so he speaks to the storm. He says, peace be still and things calm down. And so he, he said, oh, you of little faith. You know, I need you to be a minister of this peace. I don't need you to get anxious and worried and excited because things are going to happen. You know, in this world, you're going to have tribulations. Stuff going to happen, but you don't have to lose your peace. You can still maintain your peace. Uh, before, after the resurrection, okay, Jesus, uh, Jesus dies, he's resurrected, and before he goes to heaven, um, he appears to the disciples. And so um, he, he comes in, he appears to the disciples, uh, and he's, he's talking with them. And uh, he, when he comes in the room, he says, peace. He's, he, he, he administers peace to that situation because everything is in an uproar. Everything is kind of in an array. And now the disciples, they're hiding in their homes, right? They said, now, Jesus, he's been crucified. They don't know that he's yet. And so they're hiding in their homes because there's a pandemic. (laughs) 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 No, they're hiding in their homes, you know, because they got this this fear and this anxiety. They're they're worried. And so so, uh, Jesus comes in and he administers peace. And so now they're able to receive him. And then once he, once he gets them to calm down, once he gets them to uh, be collect, and now he begins to, to minister the Holy Spirit to them, right? So the Bible says, this is over in John 20. We, you go read that yourself. Just before he goes by. And so the Bible says that then Jesus, he, he breathed on them. And then they received the Holy Spirit. So that now, he, right here now, Jesus is he's making them uh, associate directors of the peace. He gives them peace, calms their nerves, and then he breathes on them and says, receive the Holy Spirit so now they can be peacemakers. And so now they can be the peacemakers also. I'm reminded uh, the administration of peace uh, rose up one, one Saturday morning. Uh, we were doing street corner. I don't know whether uh, Martha, I don't know whether you was with us, Ryan, I don't know who was out there, but, you know, they started shooting. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> they shooting. You know, they start sh- when people start shooting, you start, you start running, you know. But, I mean, it's just like the peace of God just rose up. The peace of God just was administering. The peace of they, the, the shots were fired. The peace of God rose up and was administered. And we said, okay, we need to move from around here. Let's walk on down this way. 
And one of the brothers with, it, with us, he said, man, I was ready to run, but I saw you walking in. You know, I just said, okay. <laughs> and so, and so, and so the, the peace of God was administered at that time. And I believe that God wants to give us that experience today. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I need that. I don't know about you, but I want that. <laughs> you know, I wasn't, I wasn't in that room when Jesus showed up to his disciples. I wasn't, I wasn't there over 2,000 years ago when he walked in that room and said, peace, and, and when he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. But I'm in this room today. And same Jesus back then, guess what? He's the same Jesus right now. Do you believe that? That he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Do you believe that? I believe that God <laughs> will breathe on us, amen? And we can receive the peace of the Holy Ghost so that we can be the peacemakers that God has purposed for us to be so that we can offset this opposition that's going on in our community, in our city, in our country, that he would use us in a season like this during this time. I believe that this is our time. I believe that this is our moment. I believe that this is a defining moment. I'm going to give you a couple more scripture here. First, John 16, John 16, chapter 33rd verse, it says, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. <laughs> In the world, you, will, you should have tribulations, but be of good cheer. I have overcome them. Be ye thankful, right? And so uh, I'm not Jesus, but I'm speaking these words. So these things that I've spoken to you today, I've spoken them to you that you might have it. It's a choice whether you're going to receive it or not. And then over here in Isaiah, Isaiah 26, is third verse. Isaiah 26, third verse. It says, Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. All right? So I'm finished, but the Holy Spirit is not, is he? I'm finished, but the Holy Ghost is not. God is still want to do some stuff, right? Do, come, come on, play some strings on that, on this thing here. Let's... Let's do something because, come, you, you all, you, you all want, you, do you believe God is in the room? And so uh, let's make some room for the Holy Spirit, amen? Do what he want to do in our life concerning this here peace. However, in your own way, come on, lift your hands. Uh, let's make room for the Holy Spirit to move. Uh, uh, Father, we exalt you. We magnify you in, in this place this morning. We make room for, for your Holy Ghost to move through this place. Come now. Come now with power. Come now. Move with authority. Breathe on us. Allow us to experience your peace that surpasses all of our understanding. Rise up in us. Robaba. Come now. Move. Move through this place.
Come on, would you worship him for a minute? If you would reach, you can receive. Robaba. Move in this house. Flow through this place. Spirit of God. Peace of the Holy Ghost. Flow. Hey. Ramamama. Come now, Spirit. We are open. We're ready. Have your way. Have that way. Flow. Flow. Keep our hearts. Keep our minds. Work in this place. Touch us. Build us up. Come now. Like a mighty rushing wind. Flow. With power. With authority. Come on, worship in this place. Hey, Baba.